And welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. We are your hosts, Allie and Seth. Thanks for joining us on the show today. We are going to, well, hang on first. We're taking a little bit of break since Thanksgiving. Got away mm-hmm. from us a little bit, but we're still producing. We're still coming out with new shows. Yeah, we've had sickness going on. Oh, that baby that's sick. Yeah. Among other sick. things. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you've stayed healthy, though. So. I have managed to stay healthy because mm-hmm. I eat my fruits and veggies. Yeah, you actually barely eat any fruits and veggies. You're right, I eat pretty terribly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pizza every day, pizza every day, yeah. pizza every day. But, yeah, so we've kind of... Taking two weeks break, but yeah, taking a little break, and we're ready to back do weekly podcasts. Here we go. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be great. Tell the listeners on a scale of one to ten how good this episode is going to be. Twenty-five. Wow, just twenty-five. With bonus, like you could give any number, and you went with just (laughs) twenty-five. Okay. Okay. I mean, I get it. Oh my! It's barely even over ten. Anyway, it's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. And what, what, are we talk- do- what are we talking about today? Okay, so what we're gonna talk about today is how to date intentionally for marriage. Why? Why would anyone want to do that? Like, I thought dating was just supposed to be fun. Like, uh, just like summer flings. Let's That's what I saw in the movies. Dating is definitely fun. Wait, mm-hmm. is dating intentionally fun? Like, if you're dating intentionally, can intentional dating be fun? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. You had fun when we dated intentionally? Mm-hmm. I don't know. When you keep questioning me, maybe I did. <laughs> no, oh. yes, I did. And so I think that obviously as Christians and as um, when you start dating someone, especially, you know, when you're a young adult, you're probably most likely dating intentionally for marriage. Um, if you're not, then you probably need to kind of check what you're kind of doing because if you're not dating intentionally for marriage then obviously you probably should break up because why are you dating just to date mm-hmm. if it's not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. so anyway this episode talks about how to date intentionally for marriage so number one first point yeah you take it i'm gonna ask you oh okay why does it matter like why why should anyone date intentionally so why like, shouldn't you just date the cutest person you find? I mean, yeah, for sure. That's where you start with, right? <laughs> Cuteness first. Okay, but why does dating matter? Obviously, dating sets your foundation for marriage. Mm. So... <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I spell something wrong? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> okay, so dating sets your, your foundation for marriage. If you're... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you laughing at? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to the serious stuff. We got to be intentional about this. Okay, so why does dating matter? Well, because your marriage is going to matter. Yeah. The way you raise your kids is going to matter. Mm-hmm. The way you fight with somebody is going to matter. Mm-hmm. The way you raise a family is going to matter. Mm-hmm. The way, like, everything you do after you're done dating that person matters. That's true. Yeah. I feel like at least, okay, so real talk. I was just driving one night. I had to go to like the store and pick up something. (laughs) And this came to mind, like I was thinking about it because you you can tend to look at like families 
and you can see that there's some people in the family that like have just had either a, like a, a rough marriage in general mm-hmm. or just that they like married someone who really wasn't a great fit for them mm-hmm. and then to get along with mm-hmm. and they've chosen to separate, right? So you can kind of see this like, uh, I don't know, with Thanksgiving recently, you can kind of take a look around and just see like there's a, a lot of brokenness in a lot of families mm-hmm. and a lot of separation, a lot mm-hmm. of kids then are hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of you who are even listening to this are from homes uh, where your parents have been separated um, or just, you know, where they remain together for, you know, the the good of the kids or whatever their excuses are and like had a terrible home life for everyone. And obviously I'm not condoning divorce. I'm just saying that some people make that excuse like it's a good thing and it's still miserable for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that all starts with dating, right? If you're mm-hmm. dating someone and you're serious about, you know, what it means to be a godly man or woman mm-hmm. and you find yourself dating someone else who is also seeking to be a godly man or woman. Mm-hmm. This is like kind of the starting point. Like you can come together with them in a relationship and form a new path for your family. So if there's a lot of brokenness and like your just overall family, like just think of this, like dating is so serious because you're setting your future experience for marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and that's huge. I mean, that can, yeah. you know, eventually if you have kids, I mean, that's why this stuff matters. So, yeah, I mean, I guess in that too, it's the be aware that red flags that come up. So when you are dating someone, you know, that there are, if there are red flags that, you know, come up you that you're like, oh, you know, this would not really make a good husband, but once we get married, he'll probably change or she'll probably change. Those behaviors probably won't happen because we'll be married. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Never the case. If anything, Just they will get worse <laughs> yeah. um, when you get married. Nothing magically happens when you get married. People just, I know so many people that think marriage is a solve for everything. Mm-hmm. Solve for purity. Solving for just their issues in general. That the people, you know, maybe the guy has had, you know, cheated on her before or vice versa whatever and then oh if we get married that will solve it that will solve it Mm -hmm. um no i will not solve it um you will still be the same person you are when you're married nothing magical happens you'll just be worse because the other person gets to see everything like you can't just have this like pretty picture of yourself much harder when you get married so except to me what do you mean? Like it's much easier. What do you mean? Like your life is much easier. My my life since I married to you is much, much easier. easier. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you're basically well, perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh huh. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay, take me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's so perfect, you can't even understand a different way, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what was life like without you? I can't I, even imagine. I know. I know. Yeah. I can't imagine either. No, so, but I think. Like Seth was saying, like there is so much brokenness and mm-hmm. broken marriages. I mean, so much divorce mm-hmm. in our society today. And I think if you go back, I know in my family, if you go, 
there's a lot of divorce and then looking at their relationship before they got married was not good, was not God honoring. They didn't start good. There were issues there before the marriage happened. So you're already starting a marriage on rocky, on a rocky foundation. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's super interesting to be able to see that. Like, I think especially if you talk to like older people in your family and they go back to like how things used to be, you know, and like how, uh, how it was growing up with this uh, couple that didn't have a great relationship or something. It's just really interesting to see, like, it's almost like the foundation was set from the beginning for it to be bad. Mm-hmm. And now you can look at it with 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years of time in between that and just see this was destined to fail from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted to say this. Okay. So we talk about like people, cha- people not changing and I, you know, it, it's a hundred percent true. You see this, you'll see this come up time and time again. Somebody wants somebody to change. People are resistant to change. Yada, yada. And in another podcast I listened to, they were talking about how people don't change. So if you're around bad people, like people who are not encouraging to you, who don't uplift you or whatever, you can't go in with the expectation that they're going to change. But the thing you can do is change the people you're around. Mm -hmm. So I think this applies super to dating because if you've determined that they're not like a great fit, like if you're not going to be able to see a future with them that is positive where you feel like safe, loved, affirmed, encouraged, Mm -hmm. built up, those type of things, then you can change who you date, right? Mm -hmm. That's simple. That's honestly easier than getting rid of people like – you know, family members who don't love you and encourage you, they're way harder to get rid of. But you can always change who you date. The context of the thing I was listening to is and family members or like best friends who just don't fit you all. But I think it, yeah, it mm-hmm. covers. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about in another episode, like all my podcast suggestions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a big podcast. I love podcasts. Oh. Okay. Obviously, they're good. That's why we're doing them. They, they are good. They are great. Okay, so then I think for the next thing too, something for us is uh, that re- something came up that was really important to us was just being able to define like what our goals were for our future. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that you hit every goal that mm-hmm. everything has to happen because it, it typically doesn't. But you at least want to know like what's your future like? Like, does this guy or girl you're with want to move to Africa? That's mm-hmm. kind of a big thing. And like, they could be the greatest person ever, but if they're not on a similar path to you for their future, I wrote down smiler path. That was some oh great misspelling and autocorrect. Yep. No, so yeah, you both need to be on you a smiler path. And if you're not with a smiler path, it's a frowny path. Uh-huh. Yep. Best speller. But like, know. it's true. Like it, it, they could be a wonderful person, but if they want to move to Africa because they feel like God's calling them to do ministry, then that's like right, like a red flag. Of, well, not necessarily a red flag. I mean, it's a huge red flag. They want to do ministry, and you want to be at home not doing ministry. That's a red oh, flag. Yes. Now, that who actually has the red flag going on there is no. the other question. I'm just kidding. No, but if that is something they want to do, then you know that's definitely something you would really need to pray about to make sure God's calling you with that same. Yeah, like you, you know, need to be called to Africa too. Right. You can't just be called to Africa because you think they're cute. Right. Because that that's only going to last for 
maybe six months to a year. Yeah, once she runs out of makeup, you're done. Like, just get on the airplane, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> I'm joking. Jeez. But yeah, I mean, definitely, like, you both want to have similar goals, you know, where you even want to live and those things. Because mm-hmm. um, it creates contention least... if, if you're not on the same page with your mm, future. Right, right. You can't just date and then you know, get engaged and be like, oh, you're wanting to move there? You have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just talking about what your guys' goals are and where you would want to see your future. That way, too, you're not being hindered by someone else. Like, you're being able to achieve your goals that you want to and your other significant other is able to achieve their goals as well, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not set back from another person because you're in communication that your goals are similar yeah so and it's it's another point where like if you guys do align then like whatever your goals are should also be something that the other person encourages you to do yeah and it's important that you find fulfillment in life and you're not going to find fulfillment in life just because you're like married to a certain person like there's still going to be other things you want to do mm-hmm. and that, that person could be there to be alongside you and yeah So next point is define what commitment looks like for your relationship. What does it look like for your relationship? I'd say, I mean, obviously it looks different, but like discuss what it looks like to have a serious relationship. Like avoid having a relationship without purpose or direction. So Mm. that's really good. Yeah. It was well written. <laughs> it was well written. <laughs> Richardson, yeah. um, you did write that. I try. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I think, yeah, like definitely discuss what commitment looks like. I mean, some people may think, you know, I think, you know, sometimes you are dating someone and they're just dating to kind of have fun or they haven't really thought about the word commitment and mm-hmm. that might freak them out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you do have to really see a future with them or why are you dating them? Mm-hmm. You know? Cause you're not like, if you're spending time with them at that kind of that relationship level, I mean like dating impacts people dating, like people remember the people they date for good or bad. Right. Right. So if you're just dating someone to date someone, but they're mm-hmm. like actually, interested in having something serious you're going to hurt them because you're not on the same page as them and vice versa if you're dating you know somebody who just has no idea of what even tomorrow brings let alone like you know a couple Mm -hmm. years down the road in your relationship that's going to frustrate you too because you're just not at the same place right and that's okay to not be at the same place but what's not okay is again hoping that they'll change forcing them to change with ultimatums or deadlines or, you know, trying to get your goal met for commitment out of someone who's not interested in that, in that level of commitment. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, I'd say, you know, get a mentor or, um, someone just, I mean, I think in general we should always have someone, um, whether that be a Bible study leader or someone in the church or maybe mm-hmm. even like a friend that is able to keep you accountable. Um, but a mentor um, that can just that you're meeting with regular 
regularly, just in life in general, that can help encourage you in your walk with Christ and grow you and challenge you. Um, but also, they're great for, you know, when you when you are dating someone, even when you're married, you know, they're great to if they're married and, and have good advice. But I think, you know, when I was dating Seth, I had a mentor that was helpful. I could talk to, you know, about our dating relationship, making sure it was, I guess, what a godly relationship looked like. And that they could kind of see if there were any blind spots that I was, you know, that maybe Seth was demonstrating, you know, if, if Seth was demonstrating very ungodly behavior, they would be able to be like, golly, this is not, you know, God's best interest for you. I can kind of see these things. So mm-hmm. that didn't happen, but, um, anyway, I'll be. I'll be, yeah. but, but I think a mentor is helpful. Um, when you are intentionally dating somebody mm-hmm. that they can kind of, be there facilitating, encouraging you and making sure, um, that I know you're having a a relationship that, um, reflects Christ. Yeah. So I think, and to kind of build on that too, like a mentor is someone that you can confide in honestly and that won't reject you for your truth but will also encourage you with the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So, and what I mean by the first truth is reality of what's actually happening in your relationship, Mm -hmm. whether that's positive or negative, right? Mm -hmm. And then also encouraging you with, here's the path forward. Like, here's the road, like, we should be on as Christ followers Mm -hmm. and encouraging you to get there, Um, holding you accountable and helping you, you know, just kind of see what that path looks like and um, just being there for you. Um, I think a lot of times like we tend to just try and do things on our own and it's really helpful to get outside opinion. And I know like even recently for us, there was a situation where we just felt like, and for, for the kind of situation we were approached with, we really needed some outside uh, thoughts and opinions and you know it's it's one thing to think something on your own it's even another thing to be like a unit like we are and think something together and then it's an entirely separate thing to go before a mentor and say hey you know like um we need your guidance your wisdom and your experience to help us see the path forward because uh, you know we want our lives to reflect Christ. We want our dating to reflect Christ. We want our marriage to reflect Christ. We want our individual lives to reflect Christ. Mm-hmm. So if that's really the case, then it's extremely helpful to have a mentor who's outside of it, who can be objective, who can tell you, you know, Hey, here's, you know, you're screwing up in this area. Well, let's, you know, let's get, let's, let's get a handle on that and like figure out the larger issues at play or, you know, do whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. lastly, we didn't oh, write this down. Oh, not on the notes. This oh, is a bonus. Off script. Oh, a number six, a bonus. The, I think half, we need some bonus music. But lastly, I think just have fun. You know, mm-hmm. like I think sometimes people get so caught up in like oh courting and 
oh my goodness, maybe we should get engaged after, you know. Six weeks. Six weeks of dinner. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I just met this guy. I think we should be engaged. You know, and mm-hmm. don't get so caught up on the whole marriage aspect of dating. Just yeah. enjoy dating. It's so much fun to date. And it's not like, oh, it's so much fun to date around. But it's so much fun to get to know that person, mm-hmm. you know, without putting marriage in. I feel like when you put marriage in the dating, especially right away, you're not even getting to know that person. You're just focusing on marrying him or yeah. her. And I say yeah. him because I feel like, I mean, I know guys probably do it, but I know girls do it a lot, obviously, since I'm a girl. Yeah, no guy's thinking that. He's yeah. like, I'm going to put off ring before spring as long as I can because I don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So girls enjoy like <laughs> getting to know them and because, I mean, not once you get married, it's downhill. It's a definitely uphill. But like dating is fun and it should yeah. be fun. And it's something that, you know, if you do get married, you won't date for the rest of your life. You know, I mean. No, but, you will date. Well, I mean, you'll different. date, yes. Yeah, yes. you'll date the same person. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess Don't be dating around, fellas. Don't be dating like six, seven girls at a time. No, definitely movie. don't date around, but enjoy the dating process. Yeah. And enjoy the process and take your time. To know them and yeah. Yeah, just have fun. Just ensure that, like, you feel comfortable making a commitment with that person yeah. for a long time. And yeah. it's, and in some instances, that can take maybe a couple of years to really, you know, kind of yeah. find out. I know Each some people. different. Yeah. I think, like, take it seriously, definitely. Your dating should be serious. Take it, it intentionally. Inten- take it intentionally. Mm-hmm. But don't take it too seriously. Yeah, and always make sure like, that there's that joy and that fun yeah. aspect of it, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is more like we're not trying to be like the fun, the fun killers. We're not trying to murder your fun. We're, but yeah, we definitely want to make sure you keep these things in mind. I do think it makes a big difference. On obviously, like we said at the beginning, uh, I mean, we really feel like dating matters. If we didn't, wouldn't do this. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't have the marriage that we have if our yeah, if we weren't intentional with our dating, our dating, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, uh, we want. Um, God's best for as many people as we, you know, uh, want it as well. And, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for being really intentional about this. Um, yeah. So hope you like this episode Yep. and we are going to be really on track next week. We're going to release another one yep, yep. on Tuesday. So we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and, yeah. um, and getting in the Christmas spirit. Yes. Welcome to Christmas season. Yeah. So, cool. Um, well, we hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next week. Yeah. And as always, um, follow us on Instagram, uh, post comments, uh, you know, post your questions in the comments. Yeah. Um, share with us what you'd like to hear talked about. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, we're just, uh, we're just glad you're listening. Um, yeah. Join us on Instagram in the meantime and join us next week for a new episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.